Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of subacute thyroiditis or decorvain thyroiditis from the endocrine section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with an introduction. Decorvain thyroiditis or subacute thyroiditis is a self-limiting hypothyroidism following a viral infection or an upper respiratory tract infection. Note that early on, it may be hyperthyroidism similar to Hashimoto's. Later, the symptomatology is of hypothyroidism, though this is not permanent. In terms of the clinical presentation and physical exam findings, you would notice jaw pain, very tender thyroid gland, and no cervical adenopathy. Note that the very tender thyroid gland can be contrasted with the postpartum lymphocytic subacute thyroiditis, which is painless. Let's now discuss the diagnostic evaluation used to diagnose subacute thyroiditis. Lab studies would show an increase in ESR, and the hyperthyroid phase would show a high T4, high T3, and low TSH. The euthyroid phase would show normal T4, T3, and TSH. The hypothyroid phase would show a normal to low T4 and T3 and elevated TSH. The histology would show granulomatous inflammation, and a 123 iodine uptake test would show decreased uptake. Let's now discuss the treatment of subacute thyroiditis. The treatment involves managing the symptoms such as pain with NSAIDs and aspirin. It does not require treatment. In terms of prognosis, prevention, and complications, this condition rarely progresses to permanent hypothyroidism. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question, a 37-year-old man presents to his primary care physician because he has had constipation for the last several weeks. He has also been feeling lethargic and complains that this winter has been particularly cold. He also complains that he has been gaining weight despite no change in his normal activities. He reveals that two months prior to presentation, he had what felt like the flu for which he took Tylenol and did not seek medical attention. Several days after this, he developed anterior neck pain. Which of the following findings would most likely be seen on biopsy of this patient's abnormality? 1. Fibrous tissue 2. Focal hyperplasia 3. Germinal follicles 4. Granulomatous inflammation or 5. Scalloped clear areas. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 4, granulomatous inflammation. This patient presents with hypothyroidism after an infection. His pain is related to a tender thyroid gland due to subacute thyroiditis that can be seen as granulomatous inflammation under the microscope. Remember, thyroid hormone is responsible for regulating diverse systemic functions such as basal metabolic rate, gastrointestinal transport, cardiac rate, and soft tissue repair. Low levels of this hormone can therefore lead to weight gain, cold intolerance, lethargy, weakness, constipation, and bradycardia. Hypothyroidism can be caused by a variety of derangements to the thyroid gland, however an extremely tender thyroid is associated primarily with subacute granulomatous thyroiditis, which is also known as dequervain thyroiditis. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. 
Answer choice 1 is incorrect because fibrous tissue would be seen in renal thyroiditis, however this disorder would present with a hard, non-tender thyroid gland. Answer choice 2 is incorrect because focal colloid hyperplasia would be seen in non-toxic goiters, however this disorder would present with an enlarged and non-tender thyroid gland. Answer choice 3 is incorrect because germinal follicles would be seen in Hashimoto thyroiditis, however this disorder would present with a non-tender thyroid gland. And finally, answer choice 5 is incorrect because scalloped clear areas of colloid would be seen in Graves' disease, however this disorder would present with hyperthyroidism rather than hypothyroidism. In summary, subacute thyroiditis presents with a tender thyroid that is associated with granulomatous inflammation. Next question. A 37-year-old woman presents to her primary care physician with a three-day history of diarrhea and palpitations. She says that her heart started beating quickly about one week ago, but thought that it was due to stress at her job. She became concerned a few days ago when she started noticing occasional palpitations and watery diarrhea. Otherwise, she endorses feeling hot over the last week as well as a cough and sore throat two weeks ago that resolved with over-the-counter medications. Physical exam reveals hyperactive deep tendon reflexes as well as midline neck tenderness. Which of the following would most likely be seen on histology? 1. Diffuse fibrosis 2. Granulomatous inflammation 3. Lymphocytic infiltration 4. Proliferation of glands or 5. Scalloping of the colloid And the correct answer choice is answer choice 2, granulomatous inflammation. This patient who presents with heat intolerance, diarrhea, palpitations, and hyperactive deep tendon reflexes most likely has hyperthyroidism secondary to subacute thyroiditis given the tender thyroid and the recent upper respiratory infection. Remember, subacute thyroiditis, also known as dequervain thyroiditis, is a form of thyroid gland inflammation that occurs following a upper respiratory infection. The inflammation will initially present with damage to the gland and excessive release of thyroid hormone. Patients will have a very tender thyroid gland, jaw pain, and symptoms of hyperthyroidism such as tachycardia, diarrhea, heat intolerance, weight loss, and increased deep tendon reflexes. Laboratory studies during this time will show elevated erythrocyte sedimentation rate and granulomatous inflammation on histology. After this acute period, patients may enter a self-limited period of hypothyroidism that will usually resolve without treatment. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, diffuse fibrosis, would be seen in rital thyroiditis, however this disease would present with a painless, hard, fixed goiter as well as symptoms of hypothyroidism. This disease can be treated with corticosteroids. Answer choice 3, Lymphocytic infiltration would be seen in Hashimoto thyroiditis, which is caused by autoimmune destruction of the thyroid gland. However, this disease would present with a moderately enlarged non-tender thyroid. Chronically, this disease will lead to hypothyroidism, so thyroid hormone supplementation should be started. Answer choice 4, proliferation of glands would be seen in a thyroid adenoma, which can cause hyperthyroidism due to abnormally increased production of thyroid hormone by the tumor. However, this disease would present with a painless, asymmetric enlargement of the thyroid gland. And finally, answer choice 5, scalloping of the colloid would be seen in Graves' disease, which is caused by stimulation of the thyroid gland by autoantibodies. 
this disease would present with symmetrical, non-tender thyroid enlargement, exophthalmus, and pretibial myxedema. Graves' disease can be treated with thionamides. In summary, subacute thyroiditis or dequervain thyroiditis presents with a tender thyroid gland and hyperthyroidism after a recent upper respiratory tract infection. And that's all for this review about subacute thyroiditis. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.